having a good day. My name is Dr. Boyce Watkins, and I want to say hello to everybody in here in the V1 family that's hanging out. Uh, this is drboycetv.com, the home for intelligent black people. And so uh, today we're going to talk about uh, how a lot of the economic systems that exist in America and around the world started off in ancient Africa. And there is an extraordinary film that a lot of you really need to see. It's very deep. It's very rich. It's very powerful. It's very well done. And it's called Hapi, H-A-P-I. And I happen to have a Mr. Taki Grant, who is the filmmaker who created Hoppy. And I'd like to welcome my brother to the platform. How you doing today, man? Hey, boys. How you doing? How's everything? Everything is good. <clears throat> Everything's good. Now, you're in New York, right? Are you in Brooklyn? No, Queens. Queens. Okay, Queens. Nice, nice. Well, well, um, well shout out to you in Queens, man. And uh, and everybody, greet, greet this brother when you, when you come through the door. Uh, he's a great filmmaker, and he's done a lot of great work for the community. So um, <clears throat> let's just start. Uh, you know, I'll just start from the beginning. I, I met you a few years ago, and uh, you were working on Hoppy, and you were working on Hoppy for years. I mean, really putting in that work on this movie, which, by the way, everybody who's watching, it's an excellent, excellent movie. I mean, Kind of, it's the kind of movie that you could just you could watch for the entertainment value, but also it's a movie that shows respect to the brilliant elders that we have in the community, the people that are not going to necessarily get play in Hollywood, but they're going to get they should get play in the black in the real black Hollywood, which is which is people like yourself, and also it's a um, tremendously powerful education in terms of what we can learn about ourselves and who we are. Tell us about Hoppy. What, 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 how would you describe that film? I know it's, it's a passion project for you, but how would you, if I said, yeah. tell me about Hoppy in 90 seconds. What, what would you in say? 90 seconds, well, Hoppy is a film that deals with economic empowerment for our people. You know, Hoppy started off as, originally I wanted to do something based on relationships, dealing with just the relationships of the kingdom of the now. But that was kind of, to me, I saw it almost as born. And it happened, that notion came to me about 10 years ago. So a friend of mine introduced an idea to do something about economics. And I said, you know what? That is something that we can do that's universal to all black people, right? Um, Happy came on the hills of two previous films uh, we did years ago. The first one was Nubia, uh, The Untold Story. And the second one was uh, The Tekken, Uncovering the Influence of Ancient Egypt. And those films were done back in the early 2000s, like 2006, 2008. So I took a long hiatus before I started making other films because I, I said I needed to do something that's going to reach more people. And the idea of the economic piece came up because, and I saw that as being a more universal discussion. And then we tied the economics into history. So it's economic empowerment to economic literacy. And that's exactly what Hoppy is. And we think about something that we need to do in terms of being, um, you know, fighting for our liberation. The most, the, one of the things that really comes up the most importantly is the economic piece. And Hoppy kind of goes, I know I'm over the 90 seconds and I apologize for that. But Hoppy goes deeper than that. We think of Hoppy thinking the three essential components of, of world civilization. That's economics, politics, and culture. And we look really deeply at those three. We know that Black people have money. We know that in some sense, to some degree, we have some political influence. But we don't have is a cultural imperative, which gives us our deep values, which tells us who to spend our money with and how to spend it. You know what mm. I'm saying? How to manage that money. And that's where the historical context comes in that's where the cultural context come in and that's what hoppy comes in because hoppy marries all three of them together mm, okay so you said uh did you say economics politics and culture yes sir okay and they're all related <laughs> that's, yes. that's something everybody everybody should understand economics and politics and culture i mean they they're deeply related you know yes you, yes and, they, and, and i like the way you use culture to kind of understand that i mean it, it, the way it links to um 
the value systems and, and choices that we make, you know, like, so um, my culture is going to determine whether or not I, I have wealth or don't have wealth because if wealth is a part of my culture, then, you know, leaving wealth to my children is going to, going to be very important to me. Right. Or if, uh, if I have a culture of spending all my money with Europeans, then that's what I'm going to do. And, and so that's why I think we have to be real careful about the music we take in entertainment and all that, because they're creating the culture. They're creating the culture of, you know, give it all away. Give it to find find the nearest white man and give him all your money, and then you then you're the, the, then you're supposed to cry about how broke you are, right? So um, so let's talk about this film, and then we, I want to talk about your event in Detroit because um, I, I want I think everybody needs to know about uh, this summit, which is beautiful. Uh, so who's in this film that everybody needs to know about? Like who should be our superheroes in the community? And I, I now I'm I'm in the film. I'll just throw that out there. Don't mention <laughs> me. I ain't important. I want all the other. I mean, you pulled together, like it's like the Avengers. The way you pull together this powerhouse uh, group of of black thinkers. Tell us about who's in the film. Uh, well, first and foremost, we got Dr. Lena Jeffries, who coined the, what they call he called the pyramid analysis, which is economics, politics, and culture. You have Professor James Small, uh, Dr. Julian Malveaux, uh, Dr. Solange Ashby. Um, Dr. Georgina Falou, um, Dr. Patricia Newton, the late Dr. Patricia Newton, who made her transition a couple years ago. Um, shucks, who else we have in the film? Um, Dr. Akedi Amin in Fudishi, uh, Dr. Wade Nobles. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's the host of other people, you know, and it's, it's beautiful, you know, the way that it came together because we wanted to have, again, dealing with on even production side in terms of putting the film together, it was based on economics, politics, and culture. Having the politicians in there, uh, Charles Barron, um, having the the bankers in there, uh, Ken Harris, who's the president of uh, First Independence Bank in Detroit. You know yourself, Dr. Julian Mavo, Dr. Julian Falou. So it was a hist of the economists. We had the politicians, and we also had the historians, the Dr. Jeffries, the Professor Smalls. The Rakidiamas and Fudishis, all those people together. So it was like a mix of those three principles together, not only in theory, but also in film, in terms of bringing them together into the uh, production side. Mm. Well, you know what? Um, yeah, I, I was super impressed with um, not just the quality of the people that were in the film, but also uh, the years. I mean, you put years into this, man. How, how many years right. did it take you to make this movie? It took about. <clears throat> I would say, babe, about uh, altogether four years. And I got to give a big shout out to the production side, uh, Tuti Films. Brother Sihiru did a lot of work. He and I, side by side, did a lot of work on putting the film together. So definitely a big shout out to him. He just did another project with Queen of Four, uh, the, uh, the Sacred Woman web series. If you go check that out. See, there's a brilliant person, brilliant filmmaker. So definitely want to check that out. Um, you know, so the film really started, again, this is really important because this kind of ties into Detroit. The notion of the film for me started 10, 11 years ago on the heels of the other two films. I made Nubia, come out to Tekken, the third film was about to come out. I went to Egypt, tried to film it, it wasn't working. It was just basically historically based. And it was something about it that didn't resonate with me in terms of what we need as a people. You know, because we wanna, in a sense, we wanna reach a lot of audience of people. We don't wanna just talk to the geeks or the nerds, people like myself who just wanna know about the history. There's black people out here who that doesn't really resonate. It should but we need something that's going to be more universal for them. So about three, four years later, back in, in, in 2015, um, conversations with a, with a close friend of mine who actually just made recently made his transition as well, Brother Rock, 
you know, he was like, you know what, Taki, let's 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 do something. You know, you need to make another film. You know, Tyreek and them was already doing it. Amadeus Christ and them was doing it again. I was like, you know what, I'm good. Let them have that lane. We're gonna do something else. He just kept pushing. Every time I saw him, he just kept bringing it up. Then the conversation about economics came in, and as I started to think about it, I was like, well, shit. The reality is, if you're dealing with the relationships of kingdoms, their relationship has to be primarily, um, you know, based on economics because they need each other. You know, they have a, they form a symbiotic relationship. That's what they do. They trade and they barter. And if there's any wars, generally the wars are gonna be fought over like trade routes and things like that. So we were already talking about economics, but didn't really know it. Then I said, you know what? If we're gonna do a film, it has to be something that has legs. It can't just be a film. It has to be something that can transition into a movement. And thus, before the film was even dropped, we was calling it the happy movement. You know what I'm saying? So this is where we are now. It's a real movement. And it's what just recently happened to us in Egypt with the conference shows us that this is a real movement and went beyond the film. So definitely want to give a shout out to everyone uh, that's in the film, yourself and all people involved, people in the behind the scenes. See it, everyone. Felicia, um, definitely a huge, huge part of this. Um, Brittany, people that are really now who are part of this movement, it's a, it's a fantastic thing and it's beautiful. Well, <clears throat> well, I'll tell you what, um, it, it is it is fantastic. And uh, and everybody who just came in, I'm speaking with uh, Taki Grant. He's the uh, creator of a great film that everybody should see called Hoppy. Uh, and the, U, the website is hoppyfilm.com. Did I get that right? Yes, sir. All right. All right. And everybody should support this film. Uh, you know, we talk about building a black owned um, movie industry. And so I hope everybody who believes in that will go and take a look and, and give the film, give the project a chance. Um, I think that, you know, when we talk about things that should be like required reading, required viewing for our kids, you know, th this is right up there. This is this is uh, and, it, and it's crazy. You know, we, we uh, you know, we feel like everybody has got to watch BET and Medea movies and all that. Well, you know, in between the Medea movies, watch something that's really going to tell you who the hell you are. You know, you, you did not arrive in this uh, country as um, a man in a, in a dress or as a, as a, as a rapper with a gun on his hip, like you, 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 you were so much more than that. And, and what I loved about this film is you went around the world shooting this project. I mean, you, you went, uh, name some of the countries you went to uh, in just different sets and scenes and places. I mean, just, you, you even came all the way to my house. Not, not that that was like going <laughs> to another country, but I don't live like right in the city. You had to really make a long drive even yeah. to get to me and the day we shot. Where are some of the places that you shot uh, for this project? Uh, well, Egypt twice, uh, Ghana, Rome, um, and all throughout the United States. Uh, New York, of course, did a lot of shooting in New York, New Jersey, uh, <laughs> Philly, Atlanta, Chicago, L.A. Actually, no, not L.A., Oakland. Um, but, yeah, we definitely was around, and it, it took some time. And really, the time piece had to do with the economic piece always tying it back to economics right so it just to really put it together in a time we had to do it was something that um you know we had to pace ourselves in a way to do it right um to get it you know get it to where we wanted it to be so that we can kind of have it transition into the happy movement or to fuel the movement fuel the happy talks podcast fuel the happy newsletter everything that we're doing and fuel the one africa Initially, we have returned to the source, but now it's the One Africa Power and Unity Conference in Detroit. So all these things started with the film as being the foundation. And as we had a strong foundation, we was able to build upon that and move into other aspects of the happy movement. Mm. Well, uh, you know what? Um, I'll, I'll tell you, Ben. I, I, I was, I remember, you know, let me say this. I, I see a lot of people making a lot of films, you know, and, um, you know, 
the quality varies, you know, the, and the, the motivation varies. Right. And, and what I saw with this film was I, I saw that you were approaching it as an artist, as a scholar, um, you know, an artist, a great artist will take their time to do it right. You know, and, and I, and I, I want everybody to appreciate that when they go watch the film, you know, I could tell how much time it took to create it. So tell me, so, so this event in Detroit that you're having, um, is it the, the one Africa unity and power conference? Is that the power and unity power and unity conference? Right now. Oh, I wish yeah. I, I wish I could be there. Um, I'm actually going, uh, I, I was scheduled to go, uh, support King Randall and, uh, Rizzo Islam is going to be down at, um, the I'm a man March in Georgia. And so I'm, I'm headed down that way, but, but actually maybe I'm wondering if I could have done both because Rizza, I think Rizza's doing both or something like that. And so, um, but, but you know what, but, but the lineup that you had is really good. I know you did invite my wife, Dr. Alicia Watkins. I know she'll be there. Uh, name some of the other people that will be speaking in Detroit. Uh, oh, so you have, um, <clears throat> Bayana Bello, Rizza Islam, as we said, who will be virtual, uh, Jabari Azaze, uh, Dr. Theofalo Benga, Dr. Susan Tata, Asarim Hotep. Uh, Brother Kaba Kamene, uh, Infoducci, uh, Dr. Jeffries, Dr. Rosna Jeffries, Dr. Ken Harris, who will be the host, yes. uh, Dr. Milana Karenga, who will be virtual, Dr. Professor, Professor James Small, uh, Shahrazad Ali as well, and Dr. Alicia Watkins. Wow. Oh, okay, so so Riz was virtual. Okay, so now I don't feel so bad. I, I, <laughs> I, I thought I thought that I, I was like, well, wait a minute, wait, maybe I maybe I could have made both because I, I I really wanted to be there, you know. I, I because I I just you know it's it's something that I really think as black people we got to understand what we're missing, you know, what we um. And by the way, anybody anybody who wants to pass or wants to uh, go to the event. Um, that you can actually find uh, the, the tickets at, um, at voicewalkins.com. I listed them on my website. Uh, and also, uh, I'm going to share a link in the chat uh, where you can actually buy, buy a virtual pass. And uh, make sure you get on the email list. And I can allow us also email the pass out. Uh, if you uh, go, let me see if I can if I can put this in the chat. I'm going to try my best. I, 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 get, I usually get stuff like this wrong. But I know some of you would like to get, get a, um, a chance to come to the event. Uh, so here is a link to... Um, there's a link to the virtual event. And if you want a link to the physical event, you can just go to boyswalkins.com. I have it right there if you live in Detroit. And I encourage you to actually show up and be there because, um, you know, because the thing is, you see events all the time where it's just, you know, black people getting together to do something. You know, we get, we'll get together to do a basketball game or have a party or maybe it's like an economic empowerment summit, which might be something better and more educational or a networking event. All those things are cool. All those things are good. What I like about this is that this is really um, doing a couple of things. I really admire one. It's really allowing us to create our own superheroes. You know, it's, it's taking those elders that are amazing. Like, I mean, like, like just life changing Dr. Leonard Jeffries and uh, Kaba Khamenei and others that, that just, are so extraordinary. Oh, Kaba Kabane. Did I say it right? Yes. I, I hope I, I hope I didn't mispronounce it. But um, you know, or do, and then Dr. Ken Harris and and just these people, you know, think about it. These people should be more well known than your, you know, than some of these idiots in entertainment. I'm not saying I'm, I'm not dissing them, but seriously, why the hell is it, black people? See, I'm getting triggered right now because I'm thinking about this, man. Why is it that you know more about Lizzo than you know about scholars that actually can tell you about how great your people were before they got to the United States? That goes back to the economics, politics, and culture piece. 
the culture Please. imperative that we deal elaborate, with. Elaborate, elaborate, because I'm gonna stop talking. Because I'm, I'm the starting deep, to right now. <laughs> the deep values that we have are European values. Thus, we spend our money with Europeans. So the Asian values, thus we spend our money with Asians. If we valued who we are, you know, then we would have a more impetus to kind of direct ourselves towards things that deal with our upliftment. So when we think about the One Africa uh, Power and Unity Conference, I just wanted to take it a step back for a second. It's a conference. We also have the the Happy Gala as well, Saturday night. Uh, dress your best, come have a good time, uh, interact. And it's also a networking event as well. So we have the conference on Saturday, we have the gala Saturday night, and we have the second day of the conference on Sunday, April 30th for the conference, uh, April uh, between 8 and 12 for the gala. Conference starts at 9 a.m., ends at 6 on Saturday, uh, April 30th on May 1st. It's 11 to 7 p.m. It's at the mm -hmm. Double Tree Hotel in Detroit. Uh, people in the area, Midwest area, please come out, like Dr. B said. If you can't do that, um, you might also want to just do the live stream. Live stream is going to be powerful. You know, if you can't make it to Detroit, there's a live stream option for people to watch all throughout the world. And we just want to just take it back to the history of it because this is the most important thing. This conference didn't just, it's not just a conference. You know, let's just, let's just put that out there first. The conference was originally scheduled <clears throat> to be in Egypt on February 25th and 26th. We about, had about 200 people ready to go. Then all of a sudden there was a group online that started to have this anti-push what the conference was about and it was a book was the book group was called excuse me afrocentrism debunked and once that started um the hashtag to stop the afrocentric conference started and it got to a point where major news uh media outlets like uh, al jazeera cnn kind of picked up the story it was in all the major newspapers all throughout egypt and this is something that became kind of huge the point where we had to cancel and move the conference to the united states but one thing that it told me is that what we're doing is right and exact and people are afraid. So the other part of this is as well, is that this group of the Afrocentrism debunked is not just, it's a group of everyone from around the world. People just don't want us to tell our story. And this whole cancel culture thing really permeated to the point where we had to pivot. Now, one of the things about the conference in Detroit, which to me is even more, it's actually they did us a favor because instead of just talking about the historical content we was talking about in Egypt, we actually shifted to a more universal discussion. That's what we changed it from returning to the source to power and unity. And we think about the power of unity, we talk about unity in our black dollars, unity in our families, unity in our community. That's what we brought in people like your wife and Shahrazad Ali to talk about just black love. That wasn't something we were talking about in Egypt. Egypt was just going to be uh, a, an academic-based conversation on the, the correlations of the kingdoms of, 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 of Africa and how they related uh, linguistically, artistically, and return it back to the source, which is the now. So now we moved from that to a universal discussion. This is almost in a sense happy 2.0 for me because we have a more universal dialogue where people need to understand who they are. And someone who maybe may not be interested in a history piece will hear Dr. Ken Harris give a presentation on economics in Detroit. You understand what I'm saying? We'll hear your wife and hear Charles Lilly talk about black love. This is stuff we weren't going to talk about in Egypt, but now these are things we're talking about here. So this cancel culture propelled us forward. You know what I'm saying? They feel they can silence us and stop like doing what they do when we have to do. And even what, interestingly enough, uh, another note to add to that is uh, at the same time we were promoting the conference in Egypt, the Metropolitan Museum of Art, which is one of the largest institutions, museums in the world, put up an exhibit called African Origins of Civilization, which dealt the exact same thing we were talking about in the sense of these king, these uh, cultures being aligned with one another. So if you go to the exhibit, it has um, 
the Egyptian art next to Yoruba art and, and so forth and so on, showing the connectivity of cultures. This is something that was done by the work of the great Sheikh Antajot um, back in the 70s. So, you know, if anyone wants to see the just the attack, all the stuff is still on our page, happyfilm.com on Facebook. Um, even recently, we put up a post about the conference. People are still kind of chiming in, running their mouths. And it's funny because I look at it like that. People say, well, you don't respond to them. I'm not going to respond to them because we don't have to validate ourselves to them. We're going to stop doing what that. They, what are they complaining about? Well, I mean, there was a lot of lies. They were saying we were coming and start trouble. We were coming and start some type of revolution. Our conference was contained to our people. We wasn't, there was no outsiders involved. When it was people just really on the, on the trip. And that was it. It wasn't about anything like that. So once the lie started, it started picking up this momentum and more and more momentum it got, you know what I mean? Then it just came kind of problematic and it made some people nervous. And I just have to add also that the Egyptian government never told us not to do it there. It was something that people that we were involved with just didn't feel like it was the right thing to do. So we switched it from there to Detroit. Hmm. And from there, the theme also changed from returning to the source to power and unity because we need we know that whatever we're going to do, we're going to have to stand together to be successful. Hmm. And in that power and unity conference, we added in people again who wasn't originally a part of that original bill and lineup. So it's a more powerful discussion. So in a sense, you know, everything kind of worked out the way it was supposed to. Hmm. Well, you know, it, it always does. And um, yeah, yeah, cancel culture. I don't. I, <laughs> you know, I, I, I you got to go through experiences with it, but. You know, and sometimes words can be hurtful and all that, but then eventually you realize that words ain't shit. You know, it's just <laughs> people just you know doing this, and uh, and then and then then you know I know that as many times as I can think when people tried to cancel me for this and cancel me for that. If you go back to the economic piece you were talking about, if you're economically independent, nine times out of ten you ain't got you don't have to respond to any of that. Um, I remember, I'll give you one example that was national. Um, I remember watching how Ice Cube responded when when they were giving him so much grief about challenging Joe Biden. And, uh, and, and I mean, you know, people weren't just attacking him online and he was being canceled and losing money and everything else. But also they were just making out flat out lies. You know, SNL did a whole skit making him into a Trump supporter. And he never was a Trump supporter. And I talked to him on the phone, and I was just like, "Yeah, all right, man. So, you know, how you how you how you handling all this?" And it was almost like he didn't even know what was happening. He literally was like, "I don't care," you know, like, like you know. And uh, and and I and, and that was when I said, "Okay, this guy's built different." You know, it ain't like so. You know, you get these Negro these guys are apologizing and apologizing on top of the, the the apology, you know, and all that. He just kind of went on about his day it's like whatever you know and uh and i think and i and, and in fact i think at that time he wrote a song uh, that i don't know a lot of people heard of it but it one of the lyrics he's basically said you can't cancel a soldier right you know right. like if you just right. if you're if you're serious about what you're trying to do um it's hard for people to cancel you especially if you know how to be economically independent and clear about who you are and this is the reason why everybody watching should go just go to the just give me give me a yes in the chat if you can at least promise me you'll go to the website hoppyfilm.com and just take a look at the film and consider possibly getting a copy for your family. And, and, and I'll put the see. And, and, and I'll put the link to the conference as well if you guys want to participate in that. But just you know, let's publicly acknowledge that we're going to do something to support this kind of thing because 
the reason that I feel passionately about supporting what's going on with this project and boyswalkings.com is where you can go if you want to get a pass for Detroit uh, this week. And also I'll put a link in the chat if you want to do the virtual thing for the conference. We'll give you all those links. But here's the deal, right? Um, this film is important because this film gives you something that you will never get in public school. You'll never get in American media. You won't get from 90% of these weak, raggedy Negroes that exist out here in this world. They're telling you who the hell you are. Like they're giving you a piece of who you are that you, you're you not like you, you don't get that when they tell you about people who march with Dr. King or when they talk about, you know, some rapper you saw on TV or whatever. That That's not who you are. <laughs> that's just who you think you are because you don't know who you are. So when 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 I hear some of these brilliant scholars that, that you mentioned talking about things that happened in in, in ancient Kemet, you know, 30,000 years ago, it, it gets me pumped up like, whoa, wait a minute, you know, or, you know, a cushion, you know, these great kingdoms we had and these great things we were doing before we became slaves. I encourage everybody in this room to realize that that's really who you are. Find out who you were before the white man put a label on your black ass. Right. And the beautiful thing about Hoppy, Hoppy's a journey through time. Hoppy actually starts now. It goes back again, 10,000 years, and it brings us back full circle to where we are today. End of the film deals with solution-based content. And that's the important thing. It's not just the history piece, it's the economics, politics, and the culture. It's all three. <clears throat> so what we did was just marry it in and really bring it full circle, something that, again, more importantly, that could resonate with everyone. I just want to take a step back also to talk about the conference. Again, what I'm, you know, I'm dubbing now is Happy 2.0, which is in terms of the, the collection of brilliant minds and the various, not the, the various discussions, but how we can bring the economics, politics, and culture in together into one discussion, because it's important. And when we don't have, if any one of those are missing, we're missing everything. But what happened in February, it didn't just happen to, you know, uh, Hoppy, it didn't just happen to Taki, it happened to all of us because they tried to silence the black voice. You know, they tried to silence the fact that we were speaking up for who we are and the fact that we are telling the world, we know who we are, we know what our history is. That's the important thing. And I just want to make that clear. And this attack didn't just happen to us, it happened to everybody. So people coming to the conference, supporting the conference, understands that this Power and Unity conference, that's why it was changed return to the source to One Africa Power and Unity, because we have to stand together. You understand what I'm saying? So it's really, really important that we we understand. That. And I really want to, you said, mention something about soldiers. Um, you know, we have a powerful team of people around us from the various scholars that you mentioned, Dr. Linda Jeffries, Professor James Small, they're soldiers, uh, my sister Felicia, you know, Brittany, these people were real soldiers and we turned this thing around quickly. From the end of really beginning of March, you know, cause that's what really happened. The conference was scheduled for February 25th and 26th. So we were still reeling in what was going on, but we turned it around so fast. I don't think they understood what really happened. Now that we turned it around, we also expanded the dialogue. We also expanded the narrative. We also made it more universal. So again, instead of just returning, One Africa returns to the source, now it's One Africa Power and Unity unity in the black community, black family, and with your black dollars. All right. So uh, before uh, I let uh, Taki Grant go, Taki Grant is the uh, creator of the new film called Hoppy that everybody should take a look at. Well, it's not new. It's not super new, but it's been out there a little bit, but everybody, it's new to us, right? We, we should all check this out. Uh, you can go to hoppyfilm.com and find a copy. Now, I see some of you um, mentioned, uh, uh, let's see, Trinity says, I don't see where I can get a copy. So I don't know. Uh, I haven't been to the website hoppyfilm.com, but I assume uh, if there's not like a big link that says buy buy the film here, uh, no. Maybe. So <clears throat> oh, I'm sorry. So when they go to the website, all they have to do is go to the merchandise page, and they can either get a, a 
a DVD or they can get the uh, digital copy as well. So they can stream it. They can take that stream. They can download that stream or they can just watch that stream um, anywhere they are, anywhere in the world. So um, okay. definitely happyfilm.com merchandise page. And also just, just me thinking out loud, I'm looking at the site. Yeah, brother, my, my thought too, man, is like if you sell the film, I, I will put it on that first page, like get a copy of the film here. <laughs> but it looks like you're marketing the conference, which, yes. think, which makes sense. Okay, got it. So right. before the conference, the film was right there front and center, but the conference came is, is, ah. is you know, makes what sense. we're doing right now, what we're pushing. Makes perfect sense. Okay, so uh, so everybody, this um, this event that's happening in Detroit, I am, um, uh, if you go to boyswalkins.com, if you want to go to the event live, um, I've got passes right there um, on my site, actually. And uh, also, um, I'll, I'll put a link in the chat if you want to go attend virtually or you can get on our email list. And this is just, you know, some of the amazing guests that are at the event. You've got uh, Dr. Milana Karanga uh, by, by Ina Bello. I hope I said yes. that correct. Yes, you said it right. Okay, Dr. Leonard Jeffries. Uh, you've got some real giants here. Professor James Small. My goodness, that's a bad boy. Dr. Rosalind Jeffries. Dr. Ken Harris who isn't just an expert in economics, his doctorate's in economics, but he also uh, studied um, uh, Africana studies as well. He's deep in that as well. So he's he's super, super sharp, brother, and uh, runs a big organization of Black-owned businesses all throughout yeah. the country. I want to say it's called the Black Business League. National Black Business League. Yes. National National Business League, excuse me. Yes, and there's there's my wife, uh, Dr. Alicia Watkins. She's a licensed therapist, full professor of social work. She'll be there. Uh, Riza Islam, the one and only. Uh, Dr. Theophile uh, Obenga. Yes, Obenga, yes. Uh, uh, Jabari Osazi, uh, Asar Imhotep. Uh, so you got a lot of great Shahrazad Ali, uh, just so many amazing people. So um, so I'm going to put this link one more time. Uh, it should appear under my name where you can actually get the virtual pass if that's what you like. And uh, also I'm going to keep sending out emails about the conference as well. So make sure you get on the email list so we can let you guys know about that. Plus the I am a man conference is happening uh, in Albany, Georgia, if you happen to live down that way. And so if you go to blackmoneyminute.com and uh, you can actually get a free e-copy of my book on how to invest in the stock market with $5 a day, but also you can get, um, I'll, I'll email you guys information about the events and everything we have going on here. So, uh, so I want to say thank you, brother. Um, it was great to see you again, man. Likewise. Thank you. Thank you. And thanks to Ren also. That's my people's. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And thank you all for, for watching and hanging out with us. And later on tonight, I'm going to have uh, Sharice Lane on the platform. Sharice uh, caused some controversy. It popped, it popped up on the Shade Room where she made an interesting remark about uh, she compared Lizzo to Jill Scott. I think Lizzo had complained that guys don't want to date women like her or something like that. And Sharice came back and said, it's not your weight. It is your class. You are not a classy black woman. And that's and that makes you different from women who try to present themselves in a classy way. So I'm going to bring her on to help her elaborate her comments, because, you know, the media will smash somebody who doesn't go along with the existing narrative. But Sharice, I've known her for a long time. She's a smart young woman. And I want to give her a chance to have her voice heard, just like all the other all the celebrities. So she'll be on later on tonight on Dr. Boyce TV. We're going to have her on at 8 p.m. Eastern. So everybody have a good day. God bless you. We love you. And uh, thanks again, Taki, man. It's great to see All you. Right. Brother. Likewise. Right. Peace. Talk to you all soon. Peace. Okay.